Parks Magic for One is a podcast for all solo Walt Disney World travelers. We'll chat about my trips to the parks, discuss important considerations as a solo traveler, and share resources and tips for your next visit. Make sure you follow Parks Magic for One on your preferred podcast service and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eric Hall WDW. Finally, check us out at parksmagicforone.life for links to podcast episodes as well as other exclusive resources to help plan your next trip to the most magical place on earth. Welcome to Parks Magic for One, episode 45. Today's podcast is post two of the This or That series. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Eric Hall WDW and visit parksmagicforone.life for episode listings and other great content. Of course, all opinions expressed are my own and Parks Magic for One is in no way affiliated with or endorsed by the Walt Disney Company. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Eric with Parks Magic for One and it is... Another episode of uh, your favorite solo Disney World uh, traveling podcast. Uh, I'm back with the second episode uh, in a series of five um, entitled This or That. And it's all about do you want to do this or do you want to do that? Um, The first episode, uh, episode 44, was um, all about whether or not you wanted to travel or enjoyed traveling as a solo traveler or not. So if you didn't catch that one, go back and uh, and listen to it. Uh, and of course, you can go back and listen to any of our podcasts through any of podcasting services or it's nicely organized. I think it's a little bit easier to access if you go to the website, parksmagicforone.life. Uh, it's the number one dot L-I-F-E. And uh, if you click on podcasts, um, every series that I have, along with a brief description, is there. And so if you're looking for um, a podcast about, um, you know, how to uh, choose a restaurant or eat in a restaurant as a solo traveler or um, uh, which lounges around Disney World are the best for solo travelers, I've got all of that on the website. Uh, You're welcome to go um, check it out. Listen to whatever you'd like to, uh, and then uh, and then come back to this one, or wait until the end and then listen to it. Might be a better option, but um, in any event, today the this or that topic is drum roll. Uh, I don't have any drums, otherwise I would drum roll. Um, and this is kind of cheating because it's actually more than one thing. But value or moderate resorts versus deluxe resorts. So if I say it all in one phrase, value or moderate, then it's one thing, right? Uh, versus deluxe resorts. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about um, the the pros and cons of uh, enjoying, uh, well, it, just enjoying the, the the resort while you're on your vacation and what kind of resort it is that you, that you want. What is it that you want to get out of your resort stay? Um, and are there any implications for solo travelers in some of those decisions? Um, like I said, go back, listen to some of the other episodes. Um, I'll, I'll talk about things maybe in a little bit more detail about resorts than I will here today. But um, today is really about helping helping you make the decision between um, do I want to spend um, a lot of money on a resort or do I want to spend a whole lot of money on a resort? Because when you go to Disney World, those are kind of your choices. Um, I don't think there's any such thing as a as a cheap uh, a hotel in Disney World. Um, 
and and so I guess we should sort of frame this. Uh, th- these are all uh, our conversation is going to be about on property um, hotels resorts. Um, there are obviously some lower cost choices if you stay off property. Uh, you can get some really good deals at the Disney Springs uh, uh, hotels, which um, a lot of them are um, officially Disney sanctioned res- um, hotels. Uh, and you do get some perks um, along with those. And of course, if you go out a little bit further from that, then there are lots of other um, hotels that are um, lower priced and and probably just as nice amenity wise. Um, but again, you have, you have to work a little bit hardy to get to the parks um, uh, as far as transportation and that sort of thing. So the conversation today um, really is just going to be around um, on-property Disney-owned um, uh, resorts and hotels. <clears throat> so we're going to start off kind of doing uh, doing the pros for value and moderate resorts. Um, so, of course, if, if you don't know, there are these three tiers of Disney resorts, right? There are value resorts, moderate resorts, and deluxe resorts. And um, outside of, of price being, um, a, you know, a difference, there are a lot of differences um, as far as amenities and, and that um, uh, we'll, we'll talk about some of those here, here today. Um, Price-wise, you know, you're looking at, and I'm, I'm going to really generalize here because depending on the time of year and, um, um, you know, which resort you're talking about and, and that sort of thing, obviously it's going to change. Um and they have some some pretty good discounts right now, but you know your value resorts, um, which are your all star resorts, uh, which haven't opened up yet. Um, the uh, Art of Animation, uh, Pop Century, those are your value resorts, and they're gonna they're gonna run somewhere around one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars a night, probably. Um, <clears throat> you'll, you'll be able to maybe get that down to 120 a night, um, or maybe a hundred dollars at one of the all-stars if you get a really good discount. Um, but chances are, you know, if you're just going sometime during the year, you'll be paying uh, between 150 and $200 a night for a value hotel. Uh, moderates are anywhere from probably 250 up to, um, you know, maybe 350, um, somewhere kind of in that general range. Um, moderate resorts would include, and I'm probably not going to get them all, but, uh, would include, uh, the Port Orleans resorts, Riverside and French Quarter, uh, Caribbean Beach, uh, Coronado Springs. Mm, Is that it? That might be it. Maybe I'm missing one. Uh, and then deluxe resorts are, are pretty much all the other ones. So, um, Animal Kingdom, Lodge, Wilderness Lodge, um, all three of the uh, Magic Kingdom area resorts, uh, which are I mean, monorail resorts, which would be the Contemporary Polynesian uh, Grand Floridian. And then you have the um, Epcot resorts. So Boardwalk, Beach Club, Yacht Club. Um, uh, Saratoga Springs is also a deluxe resort. Uh, Bay Lake Tower, which is connected to Contemporary um, Riviera is a deluxe resort, I think, uh, the DVC resort, Disney Vacation Club. Um, yeah, so I think that should be about it. So, um, so anyway, you have all these different resorts, right? And, um, one of the, one of the things that I talk about in previous podcasts, when you're making, uh, when you're trying to plan a Disney world trip, you sort of have to think about three pieces. You think about when do you want to go, where do you want to stay? And, um, 
and w- what do you want your trip to feel like? You want it to be relaxed, you want it to be a little bit fast paced, and anything in between. So you know, when we think about the uh, the piece there of where you want to stay, you know, I think my my big thing is <clears throat> you kind of have to look at where you want to stay and the kind of vacation you want sort of have to go hand in hand. Um, if I'm going to go um, and, and, uh, and, and I'm going to be a, a, you know, a real park commando, right? I'm going to go from sunup to sundown in the parks um, and not come back to my hotel uh, in the middle of the day. <clears throat> then I, I don't know why I would pay six or seven hundred dollars a night to stay or more to stay at the Grand Floridian. Um, if I'm going to leave my resort at seven o'clock in the morning and I'm not going to be back until eight or nine or 10 o'clock at night, it doesn't make any sense for me in my mind anyway, to spend that much money on a deluxe resort. Um, so that's sort of a plug for value and moderate resorts. Um, if that's what you want your, your vacation to feel like, um, if you're a little bit, um, if you're going to be a little bit slower paced, and you want to be able to spend some time outside of the parks, uh, you want to be able to spend some time at your resort just relaxing, then that's where you might want to think about leaning more toward um, a moderate or deluxe resort. Um, Because the amenities at those resorts, the feel of the resort, if you will, um, is going to lend itself a little bit more to that sort of relaxing pace. Um, There are going to be more places for you to kind of relax around the resort. that, that a value or moderate resort might not have. So, so kind of getting back to the, the list here, I guess, um, you know, a hotel room is a hotel room. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a, in general, it's a rectangle. Uh, it has a bed or two, it has a bathroom, uh, and it has a couple sinks and that's really about it. Um, if you want more than that in your hotel or resort stay, then um, that's where you need to start thinking about the kind of resort that you want to stay at. So uh, value resorts, um, I, I've stayed at a lot of them. I've stayed at um, several or two of the all-star. Well, have I stayed at sports? Mm, I don't think so. Just music and um, uh, movies. Uh, I've stayed at uh, those two all-star resorts and I've stayed at Pop Century. And um, the, I have had nothing but good experiences at all of them. Um, the rooms are very nice. Well, they, they are now. They've been updated. Um, they're, they're always very clean, though. Um, and especially traveling by yourself or maybe with one other person, they're fine. Um, there's plenty of room to, um, you know, to throw your stuff. I love Pop Century now because um, they have the, the Murphy bed that um, when it's up, you have a table and chairs, which is fantastic. Um, if you want to sit, actually sit down there and, and, you know, get some work done or, uh, you know, just a place to throw your stuff or whatever, um, it's great. The, um, the, the other, the, the, uh, if you're staying there with more than one person, then of course that bed comes down. It does take up quite a bit of space. Um, floor space. And so you end up really losing a lot of space when that Murphy bed comes down. Um, so I don't know that I would recommend it, you know, for like a family of four, it might be, might be a little bit tight. Um, but for one or two people, they're fantastic. Um, if you're worried about, um, oh, I shouldn't say worried about, if one of the things that really makes you feel like you're in Disney World is the theming at your resort, 
then you'll probably want to consider um, one of the, the value or, or maybe moderate resorts. Um, the value resorts tend to be Disney themed a lot more than the others. So if you, for example, um, you know, if you, if you stay at um, Art of Animation, I'm sure you've seen pictures if you're listening to this. Um, there, there, it's Disney, right? There's like huge, thirty foot tall, you know, Lady in the Tramp sitting right outside your your hotel room. So you're you know you're at Disney, right? Um, and uh, the whole place is is themed like that, uh, rooms included. Um, so that can be a, a really um, a a real strong draw for some people because they want to feel like they're immersed in in that Disney um, in that Disney bubble. Um, not that the other resorts aren't themed necessarily. It just doesn't scream Disney, right? Um, I've, I've stayed at, um, Port Orleans French Quarter, um, several times and it's really well themed. I mean, you feel like you're in, in the French Quarter in New Orleans, but, um, it, it doesn't scream Disney, right? Mickey Mouse isn't, isn't around every corner. Um, and so you kind of have to decide, you know, there are definitely, definitely draws to value resorts because of because of that because of that theming um the all-stars don't necessarily scream disney characters but obviously um the all-stars have you know those huge icons you know outside the buildings whether it's the um you know the uh, the um bowling pins or uh the uh, coke cups or whatever it happens to be um uh, cowboy boots. I'm trying to think, uh, let's see, movies, movies did have some, some characters, I guess. Um, you know, so whether it's that kind of theming, um, if it's that kind of theming that you want, then a value resort is probably going to be where you, where you want to go. Um, if you start to think outside of that to, um, you know, Coronado Springs, Caribbean beach, um, or any of the deluxe resorts, then you're you're going to lose that Disney theming. It's it'll be there, but it'll be really subtle. Um, I've stayed at the Grand Floridian a couple times, and <clears throat> um, there there's very subtle Disney theming, right? Uh, but it's um, it's not anything like it would be walking around Art of Animation. So that can be a, a definitely um, a, a pro in. Um, in the value resorts column, I guess. As far as, you know, the, the, the other piece of it, sort of that how you spend your time, uh, what you do at your resort, that kind of stuff, that's where I think the, the moderate and for sure the deluxe resorts win out. Restaurants, um, value resorts have a, a food court, and that's really about it. Um, you can do pizza delivery if you want. But uh, moderate and deluxe resorts are going to have a much better choice for um, for eating. Actually, moderate resorts tend to just have food courts. It might be a little bit, a little bit higher quality food maybe than the value resorts, but it's pretty similar. Deluxe resorts are really where you're going to get into having multiple options for eating. They've probably got a, a table service restaurant, or at least um, you know at least one, maybe two, three depending on where you're at. And um, they're definitely going to have more options for lounges. Um, and so just, you know, the, the general amenities are going to be greater at those deluxe resorts um, than value resorts. So, you know, if you're, um, if you're getting back from the parks at, say, you know, seven or eight o'clock in the evening, and you don't necessarily want to go to Disney Springs, 
Uh, if you're at a value resort or a moderate resort, you might, well, a value resort, you're not going to have much to choose from at all um, to do. Moderate resorts, I think most of them do have a lounge, um, a bar, uh, but but that'll be about it. Um, but of course, deluxe resorts are going to give you multiple options for all of those. Um, and, and they're going to be bigger, they're going to be nicer, um, you know, probably better staffed and, and all those kinds of things. That's that's something to consider too, especially as a solo traveler. Um, you know, if you want to come back to your hotel room and um, in the evening, and and you don't want to just you know sit there and watch TV, uh, you do want to kind of go out in quotation marks and and do something. Then deluxe resorts might be um, a better option for you. I will say although, as far moderate resorts do have nice lounges, um, uh, Port Orleans French Quarter just redid theirs. And um, the last time we were there, it, it was actually very nice. It was kind of like a cool little jazz club, had a, a really nice big full bar, um, lots of tables. Um, it was it was a really nice little little place that we spent to some uh, some time. So let's see, the other things um, that I'll talk about for in the deluxe resort column, um, you know, their their rooms are generally bigger than the value and moderate uh, resorts. Um, they do have, you know, just kind of nicer amenities. Um, you know, they might have a, um, you know, granite countertop um, or countertops. Uh, they, you know, you probably have two sinks instead of one um, that you might have at some places. Although I think most resorts have have two sinks now in hotel rooms. You know, you're going to have, um, like, I, I, one of the big things that stood out to me in uh, maybe Animal Kingdom Lodge and Grand Floridian, the height of the ceilings um, is is taller. Um, I don't know if they're maybe like nine or ten foot ceilings compared to maybe an eight or nine foot ceiling in the uh, value and moderates, but you, you you definitely notice that when you're in the room, it makes it seem bigger, right? Um, and they are square footage wise, they are quite a bit larger. Value resorts square footage anywhere from two fifty to 300 square feet, depending on where you're at. Um, deluxe resorts are um, three to probably 400 square feet. And so definitely a, a bigger difference there. And of course they have, you know, we, we haven't even talked about different room types. And so there are suites available um, in a lot of places, larger kinds of rooms. Um, uh, and so you you have other, other options. Those options primarily exist at the deluxe resorts, although some moderates uh, do have a couple different room types. Um, and at a couple of the value resorts, you can get a family suite, which is essentially two two rooms hooked together um, that's um, designed a little bit differently. Uh, the last thing I'll mention is access to parks. Uh, this can be <laughs> this can be a um, I don't know. It's one of those things that's really nice. I don't know if it's worth the money, but it's definitely something to consider. Um, and that is that at um, deluxe resorts and a couple moderate resorts that are now connected to the um, Skyliner, your transportation options are probably going to be a little bit better than just a bus like you would get at um, most value resorts. Uh, the Skyliner now does serve Pop Century and Art of Animation, and so that's a, a nice um, a nice option. But of course, um, monorails, um, boats to parks, those are going to be limited to to deluxe resorts. And so, if you know if if standing in line waiting for a bus <laughs> does not sound like a good time to you uh, in the morning, um, you know, well, chances are you're going to be spending time in line regardless of what form of transportation it is 
you know, at least at a deluxe, deluxe resort, you know, the line for the monorail, line for uh, the boats might be a little bit shorter, might move a little bit faster um, than uh, than waiting for a bus. So, and right now, you know, it's transportation is different uh, just because of uh, social distancing and what needs to be done. Um, uh, it, it It's definitely different than it has been in the past. So it might not be as big a deal right now. Um, they seem to be having pretty good luck uh, with transportation at the at the value resorts, Pop Century and Art of Animation right now. So, <clears throat> so I think that kind of um, sums up my thoughts. I'm sort of haphazard. Sorry about that. Um, about value and moderate resorts versus deluxe resorts. You know, it really comes down to if you're planning a trip um, on a budget and and not even like not even a really small budget, just sort of a mediocre budget. <laughs> you know, deluxe resorts, the step up to a deluxe resort cost-wise is significant. <clears throat> you know, sometimes you can you can get a good discount um, at, you know, say Wilderness Lodge or um, you know, maybe Yacht or Beach Club, you might get a, a decent discount and get it down to, you know, $350, $400 a night. But, um, you know, uh, rack rates for deluxe resorts are, are like I said earlier, you know, going to be in the five, six, seven hundred dollar a night range. And, and that's cost prohibitive for a lot of people, especially when you're traveling by yourself, because there's nobody to split the cost with or anything. So, so definitely something to think about. And I, like I said, when I travel by myself, I have only stayed at um, value resorts, I would like to do a moderate or deluxe resort at some point, And I might, but um, up until now, it's only been value resorts, and I've been very happy. Um, I don't need a lot of space. Um, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a guy who's gonna, you know, go out on the town, uh, you know, when he gets back from the parks after a long day or anything like that. So, just kind of hanging out and uh, um, and and uh, you know, using the the amenities that are at those um, value resorts are are usually just fine for me. So that's where that's actually where I'm going to land. Um, I think is is probably a value moderate resort, uh, deluxe resorts for those really special times, uh, you know, uh, maybe kind of the once every ten years sort of trip. But uh, for for my money and for the way I generally spend my time on trips, value and moderate resorts are definitely the way to go. So. Um, with that, I think we'll end the uh, second episode in the This or That series. Uh, the next one that we have coming up is going to be all about eating, uh, because that is maybe the best part of a Disney trip, right? So we're going to talk about uh, quick service versus table service, and uh, in particular through the lens of a solo traveler. Uh, like I've said before, this is one of the biggest questions that gets posed um, most frequently is how do you how do you eat when you're a solo traveler? Is it okay to go to a table service restaurant? And so we'll talk all about that in uh, in the next the next episode. So that'll be episode 46 um, and uh, should be available. Um, well, it's available now if you're listening to it, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, December 3rd, I believe is the date that it was available. So anyway, um, I, I want to thank you so much for listening, especially if you happen to be a new listener. Thanks for joining me. <clears throat> Remember uh, to visit parksmagicforone.life and subscribe to the Parks Magic for One podcast, wherever you listen, that could be Spotify, iTunes, or Anchor FM. Uh, and thank you so much for listening today. Um, my name's Eric Hall. Make sure you join me on um, Twitter and Instagram at Eric Hall WDW. Uh, take care, folks, uh, and go make some magic for yourself.